You're tuning into Black and White Sports on YouTube. The no holds barred truth on sports. The main event starts now. All right, Black and White Sports supporters, we're going to talk about Tony Romo and that Super Bowl. Now, I've said I, I like Tony Romo. I like listening him to call a game because he'll drop in some really good tidbits just like he did. And I don't know if this played a part in Steve Wilkes having been fired, but very publicly, of course, with 123 million people watching, Tony Romo pointed out to everybody that 49ers coach Kyle Shanahan was not happy with Steve Wilkes. Uh, on on number one, he got burnt on the defensive call, and number two, he was going to call it again. And Kyle Shanahan, of course, very publicly called a timeout. And then Tony Romo went to the telestrator and showed us why. And I appreciated that. He he does that in a lot of games, but there are times where Tony does not know when to shut up. And the end of the game, the game-winning call was one of those times. Now, guys, we've talked about how there are just guys that legendarily are really damn good coordinators, but not very good head coaches, okay? And former Patriots legend, and he's a Patriots legend, much like Norv Turner, one of the best offensive coordinators of all time. You go back and look at his record, Charlie Weiss, as an offensive coordinator, was... I mean, a total badass, even as, uh, even in a lesser role, you can go back and look, but I mean, check this out. Wide receivers, coach 11 and five offensive coordinator jets, nine and seven, 98 jets, offensive coordinator, 12 and four. I mean, Patriots offensive coordinator, quarterbacks, coach, running backs, coach, three headed coach, 11 and five, nine and seven, 14 and two, 14 and two. Head coach Notre Dame, nine and three, ten and three. Then he came back and went ten and six back in twenty ten as the offensive coordinator for the Chiefs. Um head coach, very, very pedestrian, very, very middle of the road, mediocre, but a hell of an offensive coordinator, a guy that knows well, I'm sure he'll he's long since forgot a lot more than I'll ever know about football. Well, he did not appreciate Tony Romo <laughs> during the Super Bowl, and he has let it be known, and Romo has taken some real heat. Now, I did a video over on Black and White Sports the other day about the fact that Sean McManus, who's over CBS Sports, is, uh, I believe he, he was leaving after the Super Bowl. Jim Nance brought that up. But he said, Tony Romo's performance, there's going to be some questions. They were looking for him to have a good performance. And I would assume Tony Romo will be back in that number one slot with Jim Nance. But you never know. You never know because he has gotten crushed since that Super Bowl ended. All right? He has. Uh, because mainly because of that last play, the game-winning call to Miko Hardman for the touchdown. He tried to talk over Jim Nance. And if you go back, there's some video online of the various calls from 
uh, different broadcasts across the country, including the 49ers Radio, Chiefs Radio, ESPN International. Chris Fowler was very good. Um, on the call, there's one for Westwood One with Kevin Harlan. Kevin Harlan is a legend, and he was great. I was like, man, we could have used that during the game. Uh, so anyway, here we go. Some of, let's see where we go here. Okay. If Super Bowl 58 taught us anything, it's that CBS likely has a Tony Romo problem on its hands. Not that it's any new information to anyone who follows sports media or watches NFL consistently, but Sunday's overtime thriller with the Chiefs and the Niners saw a whole new spotlight on former Dallas Cowboys quarterback. Some of that's because CBS recorded the most watched telecast in history with Super Bowl 58. And that's got even more people talking about Romo. Among those who spotlighted Romo's performance was former Notre Dame and Kansas head coach Charlie Weiss, who spent a good portion of his coaching career as an NFL assistant. Put Weiss wasn't particularly kind in his assessment. We've seen veteran broadcasters come to the defense of Romo, but when it comes to veteran coaches like Weiss, Forget it. Woo. Quote, everybody's talking about Kansas City's defense. I think Spagnola called a great game. I know people are talking him up for head coach. I mean, you can give it a try, but I think he falls into that coordinator category where they're lights out. And some of these guys, like Weiss, like Josh McDaniels, are lights out as coordinators, but eh. Weiss said during his airing it out show with Bob Papa on Sirius XM, but, quote, the San Francisco defense showed up for that game too. They allowed 19 points, I mean, you know, for a while. The problem was the issues throughout the year. Nick Bolsa has now come out and been pretty critical of Steve Wilkes, said they had issues all year long, all year long. Quote, yeah, no one's saying they didn't, and I think they talked about Steve Wilkes on the telecast a lot during the Super Bowl, and they did. They did. Uh, he had a spotlight on him quite a bit during the Super Bowl. So let's get down to Charlie Weiss because he came out and he crushed Tony Romo into the ground. Everyone's talking about Kansas City's defense. I think Spagnuolo called a great game. But San Francisco's defense showed up for that game, too. Yeah, no one's saying they didn't. And I think they talked about Steve Wilkes on the telecast a lot last night. Yeah, I wasn't listening to those guys because they they really turned me off, I have to tell you. I'd (laughs) rather – they do. They turn me off. I mean – I listened at the end of the game, and I listened to, to, to Tony Romo ruin the moment. Wow. Just shut up and let us savor the moment. Just be quiet. They just, it's a, Nance had already said jackpot. You know, like they, he had already said that's, that should have been the end of the conversion. I don't need to hear your analysis of what just happened. I just watched it. I want to watch the moment. I want to enjoy the moment as a sports fan. Okay, we please, please, just let us enjoy the moment. It's different than Mitch Holt, you know, Mitch on radio having to describe the moment because you're not seeing it. We're watching it. Let us watch it. 
Yeah, I mean that's one of the things that uh, we learn. You know, listen, every every you network can see has where their he hit it on thing, his ankle. For all the, um, you know, extra point, that ball's got to get up faster. And it turned out to be a big play in the game. I'm glad you said that because that's what I thought when I was watching it. You know, that's that's what I thought. But you know, I I try to watch the game and not let the announcers ruin the game for me. You know, I it's not like I could listen to somebody like you who's doing a game. There are announcers that I really enjoy listening to, but then there's announcers where if I have to listen to them, I'd rather go to the bathroom and throw up. You know, and <laughs> you know, so yet yesterday that was one of the times where I preferred not to listen to the announcers and and watch the game. <laughs> Just shut up. I would rather go to the bathroom and throw up. Yikes. Yikes, that's scathing. It is scathing against Tony Romo. I don't know if Romo survives this Super Bowl. I mean, it was up in the air. I know Jim Nance is a big fan of Romo, but there were times, and I like Romo, but there were times you could tell Jim Nance was trying to save Romo in certain spots because he was either over talking or he was saying too much or like this, you know, it's kind of like Al Michaels doing, do you believe in miracles? And he says that, and you got to let the moment breathe after, after the, you know, uh, Nance said jackpot, let the moment breathe, right? Let the moment just kind of, kind of flow and go for, you know, a good 20 seconds or something. So we can get crowd reaction and just the celebration. Just let it set. Let it breathe a little bit. Of course, Bob Papa is one of the best in the business. And I didn't know these two had a radio show together. So I may have to check it out. But, of course, Charlie Weiss. I mean, he's old school. Straight off the the Belichick parcels. That whole tree. They're, they're not going to mince words much. They're not going to hold back. He, he's got, he's going to go out there and crush you. If you need to be crushed, he'll crush you in the dirt. I mean, that's all there is to it. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see how that whole thing unfolds with Romo. That's one of the biggest stories because you got to remember, a big piece of this is CBS is completely aware, and this was in the video I did the other day on Black and White Sports, was... CBS is completely aware that Greg Olson is looking at other gigs. And we know the internet is very positive about Greg Olson. I think he's just okay, but it seems that I'm in the minority there. So I don't know. They're very aware he could be up for grabs. Question is, would Jim Nance, you know, Romo and Nance do have good chemistry together. And I think that's important. Nance had it with Phil Sims. With the chemistry with Greg Olson and Jim Nance, Jim Nance is such a, one of the goats, so he would probably carry it along. By the way, good looking out by Jim Nance coming out and saying Brent Musburger needs to be in the Pro Football Hall of Fame, the Pete Rosell War. I mean, absolutely. Absolutely. Tell me what you think, black and white sports supporters. Peace, I'm out. Till next time. Thanks for watching the show. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Be sure to tune in next time.
on Black and White Sports.